Hello and welcome to This Mom Loves. This is a special all favorite things episode of This Mom Loves today where we will be talking about beauty products, cleaning products, books, kids apps, and favorite Netflix binge watches. So stay tuned for that. I'm Kate Wynn. I'm a mom of two girls. I'm a writer, a blogger. I'm also a teacher. I currently teach kindergarten, but I've had some people ask me if that's the only thing I've ever taught. Actually, I started my career teaching French as a second language to students in grades one to eight. Then I spent three years as an itinerant teacher of the gifted. I was assigned to about 15 schools, elementary and secondary, and traveled around doing enrichment and gifted programming. And then I moved to classroom teaching and I started with grade four, five and worked my way down three, four, two, three. And now I'm in kindergarten. And one year as well, I did some rotary with another teacher and taught writing to a grade seven, eight class. So I have had a huge range of teaching experiences. If you have any questions about any of that, I would be glad to help. This episode of This Mom Loves is sponsored by One A Day Women's Gummies, a multivitamin formulated to help support good health, including your immune function, bone and teeth development, and more, all in a tasty fruit-flavored gummy. Always read and follow the label. We are going to start today's episode with some of my favorite beauty products. And I love trying different products, sometimes because I'm a blogger, I get freebies sent to me. I also uh, have a FabFitFun membership right now that I share with my kindergarten partner, um, the ECE in the classroom, and I get lots of different things to try out. There are only a few things that I always, or that I actually end up loving and always want to keep purchasing. So there's two that I want to share with you today. So the first one is a nice creamy eyeliner. I went on the hunt for this about a year ago and put it a call on Facebook and had people tell me all their favorite creamy eyeliners. I'm not really good with a liquid liner, but I find a lot of the pencils, they're kind of dry and crumbly and they pull on your lid when you're trying to do your eyeliner. So I got several recommendations. I tried out a whole bunch and my favorite by far is the Maybelline Master Precise Skinny Gel Pencil. It's a really narrow uh, pink pencil. I got this one actually uh, recommended to me by a parent from my class last year. So thank you, Erin. You have introduced me to the eyeliner that I, I think I will love forever. So I would definitely recommend that one when it comes to eyeliner. Something else that I love is for chap lips, which I get sometimes, one of my daughters is really, really bad for getting chap lips in the winter. It's the Polysporin Lip Health Overnight Renewal Therapy. It's a little white pot with a twist off lid. And we got one that sent as a freebie at some point, but I have continued to buy them. My two girls each have one. I have one. Keep it in my purse, especially in the wintertime. We use them all the time. And I really do find it actually does repair the, the chap lips. It moisturizes your lips. There's no burning or stinging or any weird feelings. It's not sticky. It's just lovely. It is a little bit whitish. So if you're wearing it during the daytime, you just kind of want to make sure that it's not around your lips or anything because it could look a little bit messy. Uh, overnight is really the best time to wear it, but I put it on during the day whenever my lips are feeling sore or dry. So two beauty products that I totally recommend. Next up, I want to talk a little bit about cleaning products. So I love a nice, neat, organized house. I'm not obsessive about cleaning, and I'm fortunate enough that I do. I do have a cleaning lady who does come in to do a little bit to help us, which is wonderful. But I do a lot of cleaning myself as well to keep keep, keep up with things. And I recently discovered the Norwex products. And I will admit that I'm not the greenest person at all. I mean, I care about the environment, but I know I do a lot of things I probably shouldn't. In fact, we took down our clothesline because I just wasn't using it to hang out wet laundry. 
But there are some things I'm really good at. I'm a stickler for recycling. I'm really big on trying to reduce and reuse and all of that sort of stuff, avoiding waste. Um, And so if I can be more environmentally friendly with cleaning products, I will. So a few things from Norwex that I love, and none of this is sponsored, by the way. I always uh, disclose anything in a podcast that's sponsored. So one is the window cloth that you use for glass. So you can use it for mirrors and things like that, which I do too. But the biggest thing for me is windows. I hate a streaky window and I had tried everything. I mean, like tons of paper towels and glass cleaner, trying the whole newspaper trick that people rave about. Nothing has worked like this Norwex window cloth. I really, really, really recommend it. Um, I have a couple of them now. So if one gets really soaked or it gets dirty from the window or whatever, I can move on to the next one because sometimes when I'm doing windows, I'm doing them kind of in a big batch. It's not just a little spot cleaning. So the cloth does get really wet and then you can't use it again until it's dry. But the Norwex window cloth, really love. You can also use it on stainless steel and it does cut back on your glass cleaner, your paper towels and all that stuff. And you can just throw it in the laundry if it needs to be washed. Second thing is their floor mop system. Again, I hate streaky floors. We have mostly hardwood, almost all hardwood upstairs now. We still do have carpet in the basement, but I got the large floor mop system. So there's a yellow dry pad that you use for sweeping and it kind of does the swiffery sort of stuff, the dust and the hairs and crumbs, that sort of thing. There's a blue wet pad and you dampen it, wring it out, and then you use it for mopping. And I know you're not supposed to damp mop hardwood floors too, too often, but when I do, this is what I use. And then I also later on picked up the tile mop pad. It just has a little bit more texture on it. Our bathrooms still are um, our vinyl floor, like vinyl tile floor. So we use the tile mop pad on those to kind of, uh, to get them clean with a little bit more scrub. And the third Norwex item that I really like is their backlock cloth. So you can use it with only water and it removes, I think they say, up to 99% of bacteria from surfaces. You can use it dry for dusting and things like that as well. But I really like that it's just water because we actually use them in our classroom and we rotate them and wash them and whatever as we need to. But And even if we have older kids helping out to wipe the tables, we're not giving them chemicals or anything to use, but it really does, as as they say, and let's hope it's true, cut down on the bacteria on tables and surfaces. Um, And also because of the backlock, whatever their secret ingredient is that's inside of it, it keeps the cloth from getting kind of hardened or gunky or, you know, how they can kind of get stinky. Um, It really is great for quite a while, much, much longer than your typical kitchen cloth until you actually have to wash it. And next on my wish list from Norwex that I do want to try, I think, is they have stainless steel straws and then you need to get the straw brush to clean them. Because again, I'm not as environmentally friendly as I should be. I still do like to drink from a straw, especially because I'm a big Diet Coke drinker and I know it's not really good for your teeth. So I try to just use a straw and keep it off my teeth as much as I can. But a lot of restaurants, fast food places, as they should be, are going away from from things that are more damaging, but it's nice to have a straw because because I like to drink from it. So that might be uh, my next investment from Norwex. And if I do get those, I will let you know how they are too. Moving on to another category of favorite things today, I want to tell you about two books that I really enjoyed, um, both fiction. The first one is called I Know You by Annabelle Cantoria. It's suspense. So an American woman moves to London, starts to make some friends. We kind of find out her new network. But we also soon learn that someone who's kind of anonymous um, throughout different chapters in the book is a bit of a social media stalker. 
and there are a lot of twists to the book. You're not really sure, okay, are you the bad one? Are you the bad one? And it's fascinating, too, the whole social media angle and how they mention the different platforms and things like that. Uh, so I enjoyed that one, I Know You by Annabelle Cantoria. And then you, uh, you find out at the end who the stalker is and what the big twist is. Another one that I just read and really enjoy is called The Good Liar by Catherine McKenzie. And it follows the lives of three women uh, after and partly before, because it goes back in time, a deadly explosion in Chicago. And so again, it's really suspenseful. You find out there's some connections. I was worried at one point because a hint was kind of dropped and I thought, okay, that was really obvious. I hope it was supposed to be obvious and the author doesn't think that we didn't totally get that. But no, it was supposed to be obvious. We were supposed to get it. But there are some things that are a little more of a surprise as you read. I also like there's a bit of a Montreal connection. The author's from Montreal. One of the characters goes there for a while. And there are some references to that, which I enjoyed. So The Good Liar by Catherine McKenzie. And now it is time for a quick word from our sponsor, One A Day Women's Gummies. I can honestly say that I take one a day every day. And while I still try to get in some fruits and vegetables, this multivitamin gives me some peace of mind. It has ingredients to help maintain immune and muscle function, eyesight, and metabolism support. The chewable gummy format is particularly great if you have difficulty swallowing vitamins and comes in tasty mixed fruit flavors. You can buy one-a-day women's gummies wherever vitamins are sold. Always use as directed. The next category I want to cover is kids apps because I actually had a listener, Christine, reach out and say, looking for some educational apps for my child. Is there anything that you would recommend? So there are a few. Um, The first one is ABC Alphabet Phonics. And that's a really basic one for kids first learning letters. They'll flash some letters on the screen and they'll say, touch the B. And the child has to try to touch the right one. So again, just really that, that basic starting to learn letters. The next one up from that is um, the same company, I believe, and it's called Sight Words by Photo Touch, and that's words. So there's words on the screen, and the child hears the word and has to touch the right one. So a pretty simple, uh, simple task that they have to do, but it helps reinforce those sight words in their mind. For printing and some of that fine motor work, um, Alphabet Tracing Free, and it's by Soundhouse LLC. It's great for those motor skills and starting to learn to to write the letters by just tracing with a finger, which can be especially helpful if a child's having trouble with grip or if they're just not ready to start gripping a writing tool yet, just to begin to, uh, to get the shapes of those letters. Rocket Speller, one of my colleagues recommends that one for her, uh, for her son to start learning to spell words. IXL for language and math, it's a really good one because it gives the basics of the different things that the kids need to know. A lot of teachers use it. I know for home use, I think for the free program, there are only so many questions a child can do each day without paying, I think, for an upgraded program. But even within those certain number of questions, that's enough for just a little bit of daily practice for whatever the skill is. So that's another good one. There's one called Big Math Flashcards, which is exactly what you would think it is. And you can pick which uh, which types of computations, calculations you want your child working on. One that's not academic so much, but it's still kind of neat. It's called iSpot, and I is spelled E-Y-E. And it's kind of the idea of an iSpy. So there's boards on the screen. And so you can do one for the doctor's office or for a road trip or for the airport or wherever you might happen to be trying to kill time with your child. And they look for all the different things and kind of click off the pictures on the screen. 
And again, I think there are a few boards that you can get for free. Um, otherwise, you have to upgrade. Same with some of the other ones I mentioned. Uh, some of them are free. Some of them are free in a basic form. But then if you want to uh, to do more things on them, there is a small charge. But none of them are are ridiculously expensive. And then there are a couple of great websites I would recommend just checking out too. CBC Kids is a really good one. And PBS Kids as well for games and learning activities, little videos, things like that. I would definitely definitely recommend those. Now is the time in the show where I just want to let you know where you can reach out and find me. I am on Twitter and Facebook at This Mom Loves. I'm on Instagram at Kate This Mom Loves. And my website is www.thismomloves.ca. And if you want to find out any uh, notes from the show today or find any other episodes or notes from any other episodes, you go to thismomloves.ca slash podcasts and you just click on that episode. So this one is number eight and you can find all the notes from this show. The last category of favorite things that I would like to talk about today is Netflix binge watching. So I don't know how I lived without Netflix. When I got it, actually, I was part of the Netflix stream team that they have running in different countries. I believe that has been discontinued in Canada anyway. So this is, again, not sponsored, not getting anything for this. But I do want to let you know some binge watches that I really enjoyed. And I have to warn you up front, I don't think there is a single comedy on the list. When I was younger, I loved comedies, like especially in that whole era of Friends and Seinfeld and Frasier and all those shows I really like. Even more lately, Modern Family I enjoyed. But um, but I'm really a lot more into the drama, and so is my husband. So if I want to watch something together, we kind of agree on those sorts of shows. So my first three binge-watch favorites are just regular network cable shows. So you may have seen them already when they were out on their respective networks, but I have, have binge-watched them on Netflix. The first one being The Good Wife. So the whole series, several seasons, it's all on Netflix. So it stars Juliana Margulies and Chris Noth, who I'm sure you know from Sex and the City. And it begins when there's a scandal that lands um, her husband in prison and Alicia has to go back to work as an attorney. So all the things you'd expect about going back to work after being off, you're raising kids, and then every episode kind of has its own little legal drama going on, as well as the soap opera aspect of everything going on in the marriage and, and family. So I really missed that one. And if there's anything you can recommend like it, I would love to hear it. I know I've Googled, you know, what to watch if you love The Good Wife, or I've asked some people. Madam Secretary seems to be a suggestion that comes up a lot. However, that one's not on Netflix. So I need something that's kind of like The Good Wife that actually is on Netflix. So that would be great if you have one to recommend. Another one that I really enjoy is The Blacklist. So it is still going on its network, but a year after each season is done, it is added on to Netflix. So the premise of it is that one of the FBI's most wanted comes out of hiding to work with the agency on the condition that he gets to work with profiler Elizabeth Keene. So James Spader is the star and his character is really well written, really, really funny and clever. And, and so I really enjoy that. Um, now, I do have to admit, I kind of have a crush on one of the characters. So it's Agent Donald Ressler. I just really like him. He's played by Canadian actor Diego Klattenhoff. So that may be a part of the reason that I, I like to make sure that I catch every episode. And there are different relationship elements, I mean, between um, between the criminal and the agent, between the different agents, things going on in their own personal lives. So I enjoy that one a lot. Another one that's still going, I believe it's an HBO series, is Homeland, 
with Claire Danes. She plays CIA agent Carrie Matheson. And we love the first couple of seasons. My husband especially really, really, really enjoyed the first season and then found it's kind of gone downhill from there. I'm still still with it and still looking forward to each season being released. So it's kind of that terrorism, overarching theme, national security. Carrie Matheson also suffers from bipolar disorder. And the show has actually been praised for its accurate portrayal of mental illness, which is interesting too. So those three were The Good Wife, The Blacklist, and Homeland. Now, there are also three Netflix originals that I love. So Ozark just has a couple of seasons out, but it stars Jason Bateman. And believe it or not, the man is turning 50 and looks younger than I do. But And Laura Linney as well plays his wife. They have kids. And he's a financial advisor, and he has to move his family to the Missouri Ozarks in order to launder $500 million for a drug cartel. So it's got some really dark moments, but it's funny too. It's kind of got its own twisted, it's its its own twisted genre really, but we both enjoyed that one. Another Netflix original that you really should watch is The Crown. So you may know if you follow my blog or follow me on social media or anywhere that I am interested in, in the royal family. I'm a big Kate Middleton fan, took a big 40th birthday trip to London with my BFFs. So obviously the subject matter does interest me. Apparently it's one of the most expensive, at the time that I read an article, it was the most expensive series that Netflix had produced about the life of Queen Elizabeth. Now, I did hear that the Queen has watched the first season of it. Now, you never know what you can believe, but I heard that uh, her son Edward and his wife Sophie come over on Saturday nights for dinner and to watch TV or or a movie together, and that they suggested watching The Crown on Netflix and that the Queen liked it. So whether that's true or not, I don't know. And they are like generally historically accurate. You can Google all these things like what part of the crown is true and what part isn't. And of course, they do embellish a lot of things and there are extra characters that maybe didn't actually exist at that time. But you can get a lot of real history from it, too. So it's excellent. Claire Foy is amazing playing Queen Elizabeth. Uh, Matt Smith, I believe, is is the name of the actor who plays Prince Philip. But they were only in seasons one and two, which are both on Netflix already. Season three is coming out soon and has different actors because they're moving along in age. And so they wanted older actors to kind of pick up where season three starts. So I'm definitely looking forward to that one, trying to catch up on the new season when it comes out probably by Christmas time. Now, the last one's a little controversial. So it's House of Cards, which you've probably heard of. Kevin Spacey plays politician Frank Underwood. His wife is played by Robin Reich, named Claire. So season six just came out on Netflix. They ditched Kevin Spacey after all of the uh, sexual assault allegations. And so Robin Wright is carrying the show now as Claire. So it's very twisty, kind of the seedy underground of Amer- American politics, And of course, I just tell myself that Canadian politics would be nothing like that, of course. We're partway through the final season right now. It's not getting great reviews, but I would suggest start at the beginning and watch because it was really good if you can separate kind of a creepy possible actor from the role. And I know it's tricky. I know people, sometimes they'll boycott the Woody Allen movies or people who say, I'll never watch the Cosby show again. I'm not quite sure where I stand on that because it is kind of hard to see those actors when you know things that you know now um, and to feel like you're supporting that. But also they're only one person in a great big show. 
And there are, you know, tons of excellent actors on House of Cards and also other, uh, all the people behind the scenes who I think deserve to be seen and heard and supported too, even though uh, the main actor did let them down. So I am finishing out this season of House of Cards and I'll see, uh, I'll see what I think at the end, but that will be the final season as far as we know. So that concludes episode eight of This Mom Loves. I uh, wanted to focus on favorite things this time. The last episode seven was a little bit of a heavy one. It was an interview with my friend Allison Bell, who talked about resilience after infant loss, infertility, postpartum depression, cancer. So there were no uh, favorite things or lifestyle segments in that show. It was just all interview. And I've got some great interviews coming up soon, too. I'm going to be talking to uh, TV design guru Debbie Travis who has a new book coming out. Also time management expert Laura Vanderkam is coming up soon. So lots of great guests to look forward to as well. I just want to say that I'm very thankful that you are listening right now. I would love if you could subscribe to This Mom Loves wherever you listen. You can rate or review. Uh, Just an extra click or two can make such a difference because ratings and reviews help other people decide whether they want to to try that show or not. So I really appreciate it. Or if you want to uh, just tell a friend, share on your own social media, or even just reach out to me. As I always say, I love to hear from listeners. It just makes my day when somebody sends a tweet or a Facebook message or an Instagram message to say, oh, just listen to your favorite things episode, or oh, I'm going to try that product, or I really want to watch that show or whatever it is. It, uh, It means a lot to me. For any information from today's episode, you can check thismomloves.ca slash podcasts. And again, this was episode eight. I'd like to, as always, thank my excellent editor, Lucas Wojcicki, who uh, keeps everything on track with the podcast. And I look forward to, uh, to being with you again next time. Have a great week.